Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, Home Ice Advantage is a must. Stay tuned. Season 4, episode 40 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. Chase, how you feeling on this lovely Sunday morning? Definitely a bit tired. Uh, got in pretty late last night, about 5 a.m. So knowing knowing me and how long it takes me to sleep, I got to bed at 6, 6.30. was up, you know, 11.30, 12 o'clock range. So I'm a little tired, but we roll on. How about you? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. It's a beautiful day here down in Indy. It's, uh, I believe, 55. It's sunny. I'm looking out the window right now. The water is flowing in our lake behind the – or our pond behind the house. So it's beautiful. I got a haircut already today. Uh, and then I've got a, a big movie later tonight. What movie is it? Going to see the new Ant-Man movie, Oh, Quantumania. And then uh, after that, going out to dinner with a couple coworkers. So – should be a good time. That's why uh, I forced you to wake up and start recording immediately because, you know, some people have plans later in the day. Yeah, no, no, I pr- appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I love recording on 14 seconds of sleep. <laughs> I mean, you've done it before. You've done it multiple times. Yeah, you know, that's fair. I'll give you that. Well, today on the, on the Bolts broadcast, we're going to do a little game review, game preview. Only one game to look back on. Only one game to look forward to. After the commercial break, going to be talking about a big trade that went down over the past couple of days. Going to be talking about some other trade stuff. Connor McDavid, how he hit 100 points already this season. Talk about some other stuff from around the league. But when it comes to the Tampa Bay Lightning, I was doing some perusing. Obviously, I've been keeping up with their daily game action, but I decided I'd Look a little bit deeper into the team. Currently sitting third in the Atlantic. But Chase, we are unbelievable when we're playing at home. 21-4-2. But on the road, we're not looking so hot. 14-13-1. So we're still hovering around that 500 mark when we're on the road. But thinking about playoffs, this is something where we're going to need that home ice advantage because of how big of a difference there is with this team on the road versus home. Yeah. Home ice advantage would obviously be huge. No matter what it's, it's less travel. Um, you get to, you get to spend more time in your own environment, home rank. So that helps. And then when you're seeing results like this, 
that obviously means even more about having home ice. It's weird that there's that large of a difference because you would think that guys would be able to get over it. And at this point in, in sports, you know, maybe you could drown the ice. You don't have fans booing you and throwing things at you and trying to attack you, you know, at the rink anymore, like they did back in the 70s and 80s. You're just going there and putting on a show and leaving. So you think it wouldn't be as big of a difference, but it is. So if we can get the home ice um, at least as long as possible in the playoffs, it's going to take us a long way. Yeah, and right now only three points behind the Toronto Maple Leafs, who also have a game up on us. They uh, have 56 games played. We only have 55, but we're still we, – we need to get it done. Three points back, need to start racking up some big wins here. Uh, one loss from now, and we're on a losing streak because for those of you who aren't aware, we lost to Arizona on Wednesday when Chase and I were recording. It was 0-0. I think sometime in the second, sure enough, it goes down to the wire and Arizona takes the win one to nothing. Who would have thought that we wouldn't be able to score on Arizona? And then hopping into our game review, we've got the Golden Knights taking out the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-4. to four. So really need to start picking up the pace, really get some big wins here because the Toronto Maple Leafs, we'll talk about after the break, they're loading up. And if we want to get home ice advantage, we really have to take the opportunity that we're given of some lesser teams and run with it and get some big wins. Oh, 100%. And you know what the really annoying thing is about those last two games is that they both – lost me uh my, my parlays they were the only legs of the par- parlays that didn't hit you think you get a sure bet betting on tampa against arizona and then you think all right they'll, they can hold up against vegas they'll bounce back after that no no that so that was the most tragic thing out of all of this just absolutely robbing chase yeah and if you told me that uh the tampa bay lightning forced aiden hill to have an 833 save percentage i'm thinking we absolutely obliterated the vegas golden knights not the case. Vassy a little bit better, but an 8-4 save percentage, not exactly what we expect from him. It was a tough game. Yeah, it definitely was. Looking forward to our upcoming game, February 21st. That'll be on Tuesday against the Anaheim Ducks. Like I mentioned, when we get these lesser opponents, we need to take advantage. We need to get some big wins. This is one of those. The Anaheim Ducks have not been good this season whatsoever. 17-33-6. Power play and penalty kill percentages are horrific. Bottom three in both when you look at the whole league. Their goals against per game is dead last. John Gibson, we know, a very talented goalie. A couple years back, he's had some struggles. This year, he's struggling yet again with an 8-9-7 save percentage of 408 goals against it doesn't help that the team in front of them isn't exactly playing well. Yeah, it definitely doesn't help. And like he's facing a lot of shots. Still, if you're an NHL goalie, you should always be above at least a nine. Like below below a nine, no matter how many shots you're facing, how many goals that you're letting in, or you know just how many opportunities they have to score, it's not a great look. So he's definitely struggling. Last couple of years, it's been a bit down for him. He's still got that talent. I still believe in him. If he's in a better environment with a little more help, I, I think he could be much better off. But it, it seems like he's just worn out, tired, and just not working out here in Anaheim anymore. So hopefully when we go into there, he doesn't just wake up and decide, you know what, I do want to play hard now again. And we, we can go in there, grab an easy two points, and move on. Yeah, and this Anaheim Ducks team, we know they 
are known for their youth. You've got Trevor Zegras. He's still actually playing pretty well. Um, I thought maybe he wasn't producing as much because I haven't heard his name as much, but I think that's just the Anaheim factor right now because he's got 47 points through 56 games. But someone who is playing maybe not up to the level they were playing last year is Troy Terry. Troy Terry was one of the main goal scorers on that team last year. Currently only 13 goals through 51 games. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. He obviously broke out a bit and a little more than I ever expected. I always thought he was middle six, like a quality middle six, closer third line guy, but he broke out and ended up being a little more than that, but kind of regressing a little bit, still scoring like points, but you'd expect a few more goals at least. And you expect Tampa to take this one here easily. Uh, yes. I, I think this is one where we say hello to our friends over at DraftKings and, um, make sure we place a bet on Tampa over Anaheim because two losses in a row, we're going to want to halt that. We're at home. This Anaheim team has not been very good. Everything points in the direction of the Tampa Bay Lightning. I agree. Well, speaking of DraftKings, let's go say hi to them and our friends over at Raycon. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. I'm going for the same game parlay of ball so hard. LaMelo ball, 20 plus points, six plus rebounds, seven plus assists, four plus made threes in today's game against the Miami Heat. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner, of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day. Like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. I'm trying to be healthier with a daily walk during my lunch break. The best part about it? Using my Raycon earbuds so I can get away from the work scene and just hop into my workout. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon's start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still pay less than what you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love Raycon as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guaranteed. 
My favorite part about Raycons are the noise isolation, awareness modes, and their crystal clear call quality. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Well, Chase, it's now time for our daily or, I guess, episodically corner, our bet corner. Any bets on the line today for you? I actually do not have anything today. You know, I was hoping I would. With my XFL parlay, uh, the what's it called? The Vipers ended up losing and kind of killed that. So was not able to keep that rolling. Um, I don't have anything placed quite yet today. I'll throw, I'll sprinkle something a little bit later. Um, you know, wake, waking up getting right to this, it's kind of hard to squeeze something in. But I'll figure out something later for sure. I got nothing on the line today. My last parlay was uh, maybe it was last episode. Yeah, I think it was last episode. I talked about a five pick NBA parlay. Uh, well, didn't go so hot. Three of the five legs missed. So haven't really done anything since then. We'll see if I do. Uh, speaking of the XFL, did you watch any XFL yesterday? I did watch a bit of the Vipers on my uh, bus trip down and it, it was, it wasn't too bad. Like it wasn't obviously the NFL. Like we, we know that the, the problem with these types of leagues is you're trying to find guys that are quality quarterbacks but couldn't stick in the NFL and it's not a ton of those out there so that's really the big problem is quarterback play but you know from what I watched it actually wasn't too bad it's they do a good job on the production side which makes it a lot easier to watch even if football isn't always like fantastic but there were a couple really nice plays made at least I saw a couple of clips and I gotta say the broadcast itself looked really good I thought um the colors, the bar that we saw, the you know scoreboard bar looked really good as well. I think it all looked pretty clean, and I'm a big sucker for uh, graphics and all of that. But I myself didn't watch any because, well, y- you need a little bit of football break, and uh, I got that yesterday morning, and then I dove right into film because why watch XFL when you can watch some college film because today – we're actually recording over on our other show, the WNP podcast. We're recording our top quarterbacks for the 2023 draft class. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Definitely looking forward to it. It's a good time of season getting to watch college film. It's you know it, it's same as, as the NHL draft. You know, leading up to the NFL draft, it's super exciting because I get to really you know dive into these prospects a bit more than I did. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and my favorite part about hopping into 2023 draft class analysis is just ripping Chase apart, ripping apart his takes, how bad they are, and oh, it's such a great time. So make sure you head over to our other show. You can hear me just rip apart his quarterback rankings. It's going to be oh so fun. It'll be good for sure. (laughs) All right, Ryan O'Reilly trade. (laughs) He heads over to Toronto, and when it was announced, you thought, man, William Nylander's got to be going back or something, right? Some big salary player. Not the case. Yeah, no, it, it was a little a little surprising to me, but nonetheless, um, Ryan O'Reilly was traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs from the St. Louis Blues. Uh, St. Louis received Mikhail Abramov, um, 
or I, I should say Noel Cherry is also um, heading with Ryan O'Reilly, too. So St. Louis receives Mikhail Bramov, Adam Gaudet, a Leafs first-round pick, Ottawa Senators third-round pick, and Toronto's 24-second-round pick. On top of that, Ryan O'Reilly made a pit stop in Minnesota for about 15 seconds, got $2 million of his cap retained, and Minnesota got a fourth-round pick in return. Not very worth it for me if I'm Minnesota. Like, just take on a two million dollar cap it for the year for a fourth round pick just to help out another team but yeah just give me a third or something and and maybe i'll do it fourth round just it's fine just a little bit low see if you can get a little more out of it but it's interesting all all over i feel like you might have been able to get more as st louis i really do Uh, i I, that's just that's just how i feel for some reason and toronto adding ryan o'reilly i don't think that's the missing piece i think that if you went to get a winger like patrick kane it makes more sense but to get a center now you just got to make sure that Tavares, Matthews, or O'Reilly are playing on the wing because either one of them as a third-line center is just kind of a waste. They're, they're not going to be able to get enough playing time. So now you're forcing a guy over to wing and pushing someone down. It, it also seems like a waste having any of those guys play full-time wing. So it's you're getting a good player, and like you're getting a good defensive mind. So like all that helps, but I don't know. Maybe there's better options. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird trade for me. didn't really expect to see Toronto go out and get St. Louis, and or get Ryan O'Reilly, I should say. And the one thing that I guess is a little bit surprising as well for me is St. Louis is only eight points out of a playoff spot. Like, yes, they're not performing great, but no one in that wild card spot is in the West. This feels like they're just mailing it in. And for the compensation that they got back for them, I don't know if mailing it in is the right you know, situation. We know they got rid of Tarasenko. We know they got rid of O'Reilly now, but I, they still had a chance to make playoffs. I mean, if they can lose out and, and really get in the kind of our sweepstakes, that'd be a team that I would actually like to see them in, uh, in Jersey. Cause I, I think that he's got some good pieces around him, and they, they've kind of been lacking a legitimate superstar draft pick forward like that. So I, I think that could be fun. Hopefully they can get into that race uh, for them to get to, you know, around that spot, you would need teams like Anaheim, Chicago, and Columbus to win eight more games than St. Louis does down the stretch, which I don't see as very likely. Even if they only win like five more games, it'll it'll help like the teams below them just to keep like win a little more than them. It'll help them get closer, closer. As long as like as long as you can get into like that top ten or bottom ten, I guess whatever you want to say, you have a chance of moving up. So like, as long as they can get into that range, then. You know, it's it's all right, I guess. All right. Well, speaking of deals, let's not talk about Ogavrikov. Yeah. So it's been reported that Columbus Blue Jackets defenseman Vasilev Gavrikov, excuse me, is getting ready to get shipped out somewhere. They have a deal in place. Where to? Don't know. But they are waiting for uh, you know one more card to drop, or they're waiting for another deal to happen. I'm assuming it's it's contingent upon the team that's trading for Gavrikov to move someone out. I don't know why Columbus would be waiting. So I expect whoever's going to try to acquire him has got to move out a little bit of salary, bring him on. So keep an eye out for that trade. Whatever it's going to be, it'll be a little exciting. I know he's kind of a hot commodity right now. Um, I think he's a good defenseman, not a great defenseman. But, you know, we saw what Ben Sherratt went for in the past. I think it could be a relatively similar return. I went to take a peek at his numbers real quick, and I saw four articles immediately linking him to the Boston Bruins. So Potentially, that's the team he could be going to. They'd have to make a move first to bring him in. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Right now, 10 points, a minus 8 through 52 games. But looking at it, 
being a minus eight on the Columbus Blue Jackets, not that bad. No, it's not, dude. They're so bad. They are they are struggling big time, that's for sure. But hey, as long as Johnny Gaudreau went there, took a discount to go there, you know, it it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure it is. All right, Connor McDavid breaking a hundred points. Um, also, future Connor McDavid, Connor Bedard, uh, he broke a hundred points as well in the CHL. Yeah, he did. He's having a tremendous year, dominating, averaging two and a half points per game. Shout out to Connor Bedard. He's just incredible. We talk about him so much, and we're going to talk about him more down the stretch. Once we get really ramping up to the NHL draft class, I'll I'll go into more detail just what makes him so special. So just get ready for that, folks. It'll it'll be fun. But shifting over to the NHL, Connor, Connor McDavid is at 101 points on the year. He is just absolutely rolling uh, on track to play all 82 games this year. If he does, he'll score 62 goals, 86 points, 148 – sorry, 86 assists, 148 points. That's what he's on track for. And if that happens, I mean, that'd be absolutely incredible. Like He's tearing it up at a 1.8 points per game right now. Um, you know, that's about what Gretzky's career average was. So the fact that anybody in this day and age is putting that up in a season, it, it's really special. Connor McDavid is, you know, no matter how much you appreciate the guy, he's probably never fully appreciated. Yeah, guy's playing fantastic right now. And I'm looking up past Art Ross winners because I just don't really remember the last time we've had someone put nearly 150 points in a season. Do you recall the last person who put up 150 points in a season? Man, if I had to guess, it would it would have to be early 2000s to late 90s. Uh, I'm going to give you a year. Does that help? Yeah. 95-96. 95-96. Give me Steve Eiserman. It is Mario Lemieux with 161 ah. when he won the Art Ross. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, most recently, uh, Nikita Kucherov put up 128 in 2018-2019. That is the most we've seen uh, since the 2000s, this century. 128 was the most we've seen this century. So Connor McDavid on, on pace to beat that by over 20 points. Yeah, he, he should smash it pending anything drastic, which that'll be exciting. Also, want to shout out Eric Carlson, still playing at an incredible pace. Right now, he's projected to finish the 107 points, which would put him as the first defenseman to finish over 100 points since Brian Leach did it back in the 90s. So I'm really rooting for that because I, I love seeing the offensive defensemen in today's day and age. They're super exciting. Um, Eric Carlson is having a bit of a career resurgence this late, too. It, it's just fun to watch. I hope he gets there. Yeah, it's great to see. I'm hoping he gets moved to and can, you know, find a home that could potentially help him get to that next level and uh, push him to be a contender. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. All right, Chris Neal, he's getting number 25, retired by the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, so it was just retired last night or late, night before, whenever it was. So it's now officially retired. Over 1,000 games in the NHL, 1,026 games, 112 goals, 138 assists, 250 points, 2,500, or no, two, yeah, 2,522 penalty minutes. So when you look at that, um, you know, people wonder, that's, you know, it's kind of random. Um, Ken Campbell kind of called it out, and, you know, he's, he's a writer for the Hockey Writers, the guy that really bugs me, but he's calling out saying, like, it's kind of a joke that he's getting his number retired. 
at the end of the day, teams can retire whoever's numbers they want. We see teams retire numbers for fans, which I think is stupid. So, like, you know, like Minnesota, we're retiring number one because our fans are number one in the league. Like, that's that's stupid. That, that, that makes no sense. Whereas Chris O'Neill, he was a very, very long-time Ottawa senator. I mean, really, his whole NHL career was there. So he's so entrenched into – you know, into that team, and it was a great leader, was a great community guy, so he's very beloved. So it's not surprising he gets his number retired for those reasons. So just because he didn't put up, you know, those incredible, incredible offensive numbers, doesn't mean he's not worthy. Yeah, I get that. I think uh, when looking at over eleven hundred games with the Ottawa Senators, when you include playoffs, it makes sense for them to do it. But at the same time, um, I'm kind of someone who. I'm only retiring jersey numbers. If I was an organization, I would only be retiring jersey numbers if they were like truly unbelievable Hall of Fame status or they had like an insane impact on the community, which again, I'm not in Ottawa. I don't know how big of an impact Chris Neal had on the community, but uh, it, it didn't seem like, like for example, J.J. Watt when he was in Houston. You had the hurricane happen. He was also an all-pro player for them. I think that right there is a perfect player to retire a jersey. Chris Neal, I haven't really heard all that much about his community impact. And yes, he played a lot of games, but he wasn't really that level caliber of player. So I, I understand why they're doing it. However, if I was an organization, Chris Neal would not be getting his jersey retired. Okay, old man yells at Cloud. Way, way to freaking you know dampen the mood and the spirits. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry. But, it's just you know, know business. J- j- just so you know, he, he is like the most beloved Ottawa Senator in history for fans. So it's it's very very much deserving. Uh, it's not Matt Murray. Definitely not. <laughs> Matt Murray is definitely the most not hated on goalie of all time in Pittsburgh and Ottawa, uh, probably in Toronto too, but. The guy's just the guy's just trying to play. <laughs> He's just trying to play. I looked like he was addicted to meth for a little bit there. Okay, okay, old man screaming at clouds. Uh, that's not old man screaming at clouds. That's just you look at him and, and you see it. Unbelievable. Maybe maybe the guy's going through a rough patch. Huh? Yeah, the rough patches is playing for the senators. Well, not anymore. Well, that's that's when he was looking rough. Thank, thank the Lord he's not in the Senators anymore. All right. Well, anyways, that's it for the show. We're going to go to a hockey name of the day. We've got old Michael Beaverbones. Yes, sir. Michael Beaverbones. That's an exciting name, isn't it? The most. Yeah. So, Mr. Beaverbones, he is a 20-year-old forward playing in the GMHL, which is a junior league in Canada that lets you play to the age of 22, uh, compared to the other leagues that only lets you play to 21. Uh, for the Northern Alberta Tomahawks in 36 games. He has 38 goals, 49 assists, 87 points. So he's having a good year. I uh, still got two years of eligibility left within the league, but uh, you know, very, very fun name. Beaver bones. I, I, I liked that one a lot when I came across it. At any time he would score. I'd just be like, damn beaver bones. Did it again. Oh get Lord. It? Get it. Yeah. I, yes, I get it. Mike. Do you get it. Chase. I do get it. <laughs> okay, good. All right, well, that's going to do it for the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. Chase, if you would, hit him on the outro. As always, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. That would be very nice of you. You can also follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While you're at it, go follow WNP on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod, WNP Sports Pod. 
we're getting it rolling back again, uh, as we mentioned, with our 23 draft class film review for the NFL. So make sure to tune in. You'll hear our rankings. It'll, it'll be good stuff. Make sure to go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts network right there. Boom, click the logo. That's an easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, raise five stars. Send us your questions, comments, concerns. We'd appreciate it. Whatever you do, don't forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.